Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. We have so much to tell you. Just kidding. We actually don't have a lot to tell you, transparently. Yeah, we have nothing really to say at the beginning of this episode. We're recording early because of our uh, world traveler co-host, Kat. I'm obsessed with us starting a podcast with saying we have nothing to say. (laughs) Um, But we'll find something to say, of course, because we can always hear ourselves talk. Yeah, I have my brother's graduation in New York this following, well, on Sunday, I guess. Is it on Sunday? It's on Monday. So we won't be able to record next week, but I'm excited for that. No one in my family's ever had a college grad. Right, because we didn't get we to We didn't graduate. have one. <laughs> yeah, and my older brother didn't graduate, so it's just my younger brother. Oh my God, that King. is so exciting. Yeah, so my two... Um, divorced families will come together in New York City Ooh. and we will celebrate his accomplishments as an actor oh, and honestly he's he's slaying because they do like a big I know I already told you but telling them um they of do course. a big showcase at the end of the year um and they like show I don't even know what it is really like a couple scenes with everyone from the whole program in it and then they have a bunch of they send it out to a bunch of agents and casting people and he got like quite a few emails so hopefully you guys will see Ryan in something soon on the next like big Netflix praying thing because I just yeah as we know I just want him to be really famous so I can just somehow ride that yeah and then like through osmosis I'd mm-hmm. ride that through you which I am kind of already riding your coattails a little bit. So but you want to ride my brothers as well? Yes. Okay, that's Indeed. fine. I hope he's okay with that. Yeah. I mean, he has a lot of people planning on doing that. So then to build off of me, he has <laughs> like hundreds of people so riding. So many people hanging on. So he better be really famous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, I'm, I could see I just him. want to be like his assistant. Oh, that would be I so actually, fun. Because I actually, part of me does his, think like, that I... like publicist maybe? Well, I was thinking that, but then publicist is actually a very difficult job if someone's really famous. And I think I might be destined to just be because you know how I'm always like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Right. Assistant. I mean, it might be not great coming from my younger brother, mm-hmm. but like I, I think it could be my dream job to just be someone's assistant. Yeah. Just doing like not that it's easy, but like, you know, administrative work, like just tasks. Yeah. And I know I people are going to be like, I have horror stories. I know a lot of ex- executive assistants say it's like the fucking worst. worst job ever. Yeah. Have you been on that side of TikTok? I want one TikTok. Specifically. I think we're and probably the talking about the same thing. And she was, was talking about it. It was just like constant yes. Snapchat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's like, you must be a EA. Yes. I had actually, I really wouldn't have even known to say that unless I saw that. Cause I didn't know that that was like a thing. Neither did I, but it makes sense. You're just someone's 24 seven bitch. bitch. But if you get yeah. like someone who's like cool and, a good person don't you think it wouldn't be that bad no I think it would be so fun but I have had friends in LA who have done that and I know it it's like horrible for like celebrities yeah I think it depends on like the location like if you were someone's like executive assistant like not in a big city you know what I mean yeah probably wouldn't be that bad but yeah that's fair and it depends how 
I don't know. It's conceited. They are like, I feel like you have to be a certain level of like, I don't know. An asshole. An asshole. Yeah. But it's like, how does everyone, how is every, I just can't imagine like telling someone yeah. to, what to do like that. I would love some personal assistant stories if we could get some oh, like that the craziest, would be so interesting. the craziest shit you've ever had to do. I was kind of, um, I worked for one summer, uh, when I was in college, I worked for a film company and I was hired to do like PR and marketing stuff, but I basically just ended up being a personal assistant all summer yeah. and I had to do, I mean, it was like going to get lunch every day, like coffee, like random like administrative tasks that I wasn't supposed to be doing like it was did you enjoy that or no um I think because of who I who I am that like in the moment I didn't really mind yeah but looking back I also wasn't getting paid (laughs) at all at all (gasps) yeah they have like a policy at the company where your first summer you work for them is free obsessed with that <laughs> obsessed with that free labor <laughs> love like that it's, policy <laughs> it's unpaid and it wasn't it wasn't 40 it wasn't full-time it was only two or three days a week and then the camp that they put on at the end, end of the summer is two weeks long and that was like yeah. literally like 7 a.m to like 8 or 9 p.m that was insane. so annoying for me yeah it was awful <laughs> um but yeah. it was also cool my internships were not cool i had one you had a cool one like you worked started working in dc before any of us did yeah i had one when i came home from freshman year of college i started right away i don't know why but i like really felt like i need to do that now now i'm an influencer but like (laughs) i did have a lot of experience under my belt before i graduated which was nice but does anything really matter in the world? No. No. I held on to our uh, restaurant, like, barbecue job for as long as humanly possible before having to get an internship. It was, like, the summer before junior year, and I think my mom was like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> something needs to change. I think I worked at the film company my sophomore year, but I was working my restaurant job in College Park still. Yeah, I mean, I worked at Mission until, I think, I just quit one year before you, right? Or was it two? Possibly, but I went back during a lot of winter oh, wait, breaks. Oh, we used to not say the name, but yeah, 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 we worked at Mission Barbecue. I don't give a fuck. Um, I worked a lot of like winter breaks. I think when I was in college, still. That's true. I mean, it honestly because I was it so wasn't bad to come back poor. to. But they, I saw a TikTok about this the other day, and I was thinking about how funny it is. And it's like someone who was working retail there manager like their general manager would be like hey don't tell anybody about this and like pull them to like a side room and be like but you're getting a raise and then it would be like 10 cents <laughs> and that kind of happened uh. that's kind of happened to us there because we would get like a 50 cent raise and it was supposed to be like a huge milestone for us and at the time it was you know what I mean I think you should really only be talking about yourself because I didn't get a raise the whole time I worked there until like my last year or something <laughs> <laughs> well you never asked of I always not. told you to ask I didn't want to be like a nuisance <laughs> we started when we started working there we made 750 I would say I was gonna say like eight but yeah that well there. I think we started when we started it was 750 minimum wage because we were 16 and that was the law at the time but I think it got raised to eight I believe in Maryland mm-hmm I have no fucking. I clue. just know that we didn't get a raise. The law changed. Like right, we weren't. We, right. They weren't going to give us a raise, no, but they not. had to. And then it was like something random, like yeah, like eight, twelve, or something. And then, which is crazy, because uh, like, I spend that on a fucking coffee. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess that's just 
retail and restaurant working in general, but we would go and get bagels and coffee before. And I was like, this is two hours of work. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and then we, yeah, we were sometimes on lunch break. I think they did feed us well, which was nice. Oh my God. We ate so, so much. We food. ate good. There. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think even when I got like quote unquote promoted, I still didn't get a raise. Maybe I did. And I, I think just, you, they didn't say anything. You did. We, and then I think we made $10 an hour, which is, Still nice, but we were not allowed to accept tips either. So, oh my god, yeah, it's insane. like yeah, if you were a cashier and you're making eight dollars an hour, but then say there's the iPad and you can flip it over, or yeah. there's a tip jar, then maybe yeah, maybe you're making like a decent amount. But for us, we if someone handed us a literal a dollar, dollars, yeah. we had to, and our manager like it was a small area. If they were right behind us, we had to say no, we don't accept tips. Yeah. Which is like, for what? That's so silly. If somebody wants to pay, like if they weren't around, I would accept them. But if somebody, like we're not asking for it. If someone actively wants to tip you, like why can't we accept Yeah, and then that? it gets awkward when they're like, no, please keep it. And yeah. you're like, I literally cannot. This place hates me. I cannot keep your and money. You're, yeah, you have your manager staring at you behind. Yeah. And then, yeah, and you have to go back and forth. And it's some creepy old dude who's like, no, I want you to and have it. And then they it. get pissed off. Oh my God, Yeah, horrible. and I'm like, well, I can't. Oh, anyways, being a server, more make more money, but cashier is so much more fun. So transactional, you're done with them once they're gone. Yeah, I'm like team hostess all the way. I would host us for the end to the end of time. You know, I would cashier till the end. Yeah, (laughs) I like I I love it. I was the plastic market's really bad right now. So I just keep thinking like, well, God forbid, like I'm out of a job happy to go back to the service industry so like happy more than happy the only i will is, always have a job there the only thing is the hours like i'm always like i would work in a restaurant forever and then i'm like oh the hours do suck but it kind of just is what it is yeah the hours aren't great but if i were to go back to working in a restaurant i would make all of you come with me so we would just all be together and then the hours wouldn't matter there is nothing like more fun than working in a restaurant I know. And especially with all your besties. Yeah. With your friends. Like we all work together and that was something to be really grateful for. Yeah. Like working like a closing shift on a Friday and Saturday really didn't matter if we were all together. Yeah. And we would race to whatever party we were going to in our uniforms. Exactly. I would leave sometimes. <laughs> we leave smelled my car. so badly of barbecue. I would leave my car in the parking lot, <laughs> yeah. change out there. Like I would have a bottle of alcohol in my car, mm-hmm. take like two or three shots and then walk to the bar across the street. Oh yeah. 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 Um, that was convenient. And people would be like, you literally were like, you smell like mission. I'm like, yeah, no, fuck. I was just there for eight hours. It's a smell that you cannot shake either. No, like it's it so is awful. unless you, you need like multiple showers to get it off. Um, I remember one time I did exactly what I had just described mm-hmm. and I was supposed to work the next day, but I got so fucking wasted mm-hmm. and I rarely called out of work, but I texted, I was in college at this point. So I felt more comfortable doing it. Um, cause like we described last episode, we just became Mm -hmm. pieces of shit in college um (laughs) I texted my boss and I was like hey like really not feeling well um like I have to call out today I'm really really sorry but my car was in the parking lot so Uh, I had to like go over there so early like so hungover had to have Kyle drive me he was so not thrilled have him drop me off I had to like tiptoe to my mm -hmm. car and I don't drive like a, a normal I didn't at the point at the time didn't drive like one of those under the radar. Like it was like my massive black truck with my slippery rock was, stickers, yeah. my Maryland I, stickers. You could easily identify it. Yeah, it was not great. Didn't get caught though. 
So. Well, should we talk about how we have both worked a shift drunk before? Oh, my God. Like, I don't think that's bad to say, is it? We didn't mean to. No, it was an accident. I put my drawer in backwards and my boss fully was like, came over and like turned it around. And I was like, ooh, yeah. Well, okay. You know how like everyone works drunk in restaurants? Yeah. I I could never. Because I worked one shift where I was like, I am hammered. And I was like... <laughs> Just like on the cashier, like it, on the cash register, it was like blurry, and I'm like trying to press the combo meals, no, and I'm of like, course. "This is so hard." I just, I know a lot of servers and bartenders are really, really drunk, and I'm like, "How the fuck do you guys do that?" Yeah, in college when I worked, I guess at, like drugs help. When I worked at Capnos, <laughs> we would definitely be drinking, but I was just hostessing, so I interacted with people for like 30 seconds on yeah, their way in and on their way their out. Table and so that's it literally, fine. didn't matter looking like or like now I could never do it because I get so anxious when I'm drunk in situations where I should not be drunk at like that's why I don't like day drinking because I don't know how to like go about my day while I'm drunk yeah you know what I mean yeah I get that because you have to like eat food during the day like yeah I, I know what you mean I've gotten um and I used to like when I first started working like post-grad I would get really, really fucking drunk in situations where I really shouldn't be drunk, like work dinners and stuff like that. But I've gotten to the mm-hmm. point where I'm able to like reel myself in because I get so anxious. Yeah. We used to talk about that a lot, like blacking out at work events on accident. Yeah. And now we haven't, <laughs> it hasn't been that bad recently. No, my, um, at my current company at our holiday party, we had it at our office, which was such a fun experience. Like, I think we talked about it. Right? Yeah. And I yeah. puked in the bathroom downstairs. Right, 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 right. Um, but I stopped drinking after that and was just chugging water. And then you were fine. And then I was fine, yeah. And I didn't really do anything crazy and I didn't black out. I was just, had been drinking since 4 p.m. I've been good about that too. Like, re- like I think I've reeled in my drinking a lot. Yeah, I, um, Kyle Which I is, were, we're 25 years old. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's be reeled in. <laughs> Kyle and I were thinking genuinely, like, the last time we were, like, really, really, really fucked up, like, puking like not doing well and mine probably was new year's but i was still like i wasn't acting like out of control i was just yeah. like non-stop puking by the time we got home was so ill the next day i couldn't move yeah no one's had a situation like that in a really long time which like where's the f- there's no fun in that i mean i've definitely <laughs> been pretty drunk these past was, few weekends i tried talking um telling kyle some stories last week and he was like you literally told me la- this last night on our walk home i was like oh i have no fucking memory yeah no, I don't remember a single thing I said last weekend, the whole weekend. Yeah, like I said, you and I were chatterboxes. <laughs> I don't know. know. We had so much to say on the podcast. No idea what we talked about. What it was. No idea what we talked about. One day, we'll remember. Um, what else do we have to talk about? This week, we had a soccer game. <laughs> I got literally knocked out with a ball. <laughs> this guy was like two, three feet from Kat, shot the ball so hard, and hit cat so hard in the face that I was like like the most embarrassing way to get not injured but like it's just so embarrassing to get hit in the face with the ball yeah. like point blank period it did not not this isn't going to mean anything to you but like it really didn't look that bad if that makes sense like you like you took it well it was also even more embarrassing because if I could have just subbed like no one would have had to pay attention to it like if I was just like can somebody come in but we only had two girls so I couldn't sub so I had to like get it together 
So everyone was just like watching me get it together because yeah. I was my nose was bleeding onto my shirt. Mm-hmm. And then the first aid guy came over and was like, "Do you need anything?" And I was like, "Just like it's maybe a, a napkin <laughs> or something." Yeah, I felt really bad. It was in your face, but I was genuinely worried about your. Teeth. I don't even remember you being in my I face. I was like, which like is crazy. following you around, like staring at you because I was. I thought yeah, your teeth were gone. I was worried about my two fake front teeth, as you guys know, but they stood the test, the test of time, of, <laughs> <laughs> the test of a ball to the face. Yeah, I mean, and it was pretty hard. I was like swollen. <laughs> I woke up the next morning and this is, I mean, it only lasted like the morning and after I iced it, it was completely fine. But my top lip was completely swollen. It looked like I got lip injections, which I've been considering. So it was like a helpful actually. A test. Yeah. Oh um, and then my nose was a little swollen and my eyes were like swollen shut. <laughs> so I was like, okay, have you, have you ever told the story about how when you got pulled up to varsity I think so. In high school? I think so. I, I mean, the only story is that I like was felt like on top of the world. The varsity coach freshman year was like, hey, like we need Kat. He called the JV coach and was like, can Kat Wellington come practice with us? And I was like, oh, my God, like I'm going to be on varsity as a freshman. Like this is so sick, whatever. Only because someone literally tore their ACL, by the way, not because of my own talents. But still, and, yes, by your own talents. There are other girls on the well, of course, JV but, team. Anyway, I'm like on top of the world. I think I was on the phone with my mom or something, like calling her excited. And I got clocked in the face so hard by a football of them practicing field goals. And it was the whole football team was like just yelling like, oh, like. <laughs> so I, it was just like the most humbling experience in the world of just like you feel on top of the world and then you get clocked <laughs> in the face. It was, I mean, there's nothing worse than like having to like walk by the high school football team just on your own in general any given time point blank yeah but the rarity of getting hit in the face by one of their footballs that they're all watching like go through the field goal they had kicked it right I'm yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's really shitty yeah and they were like taking turns too so it was like everyone was watching yeah you just needed to be brought back down you're getting too powerful no it's so true and there is nothing that can bring you back down like getting hit in the face because it's not even like it's a direct like oh your God. body responds in a way that you don't have any control over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like my eyes were watering. Of course your face my is nose is bleeding. Red. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. My face is be- but there's nothing that you can do. And I'm like hypervent like when I got hit with the soccer ball, I was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like yeah, hyperventilating. the wind out of you a little bit. But it's fine. It took me like a couple seconds and I was back in. Yeah, and then we were fine. Kyle was like can we get a boy to summon for her? I was like, no, we're not doing that shit. She's fine. Well, I would have liked it for just literally one. Oh my gosh. I just (laughs) bit my tongue on accident for one second. It would have been nice to just like wipe it off, get a drink of water. But other, I mean, other than that, I didn't really need a sub. So that was Wednesday. We did win. And then we also all got together to watch the new Vanderpump episode because Emily's decided to live watch with us with Elena and I now I'm so thrilled I'm doing that and you really don't even need to like you could be at you any don't need point to be caught up yeah yeah as long as you've seen Tom and Ariana together at any given point like you've at least gotten to that mm-hmm. like you can just watch the new episodes and it's fine yeah because honestly nothing I mean yeah I guess there's nothing really going on with anyone else yeah to be honest like Sheena's wedding happened but even that 
It's like not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm in like the middle of season seven right now. And I like can't stress enough. I think it's really important for anyone who's watching Vanderpump to just watch the finale next week and the reunions because there's going to be nothing like it on reality television ever again. Yeah. It's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and everyone should tune in live. Yeah. Is my personal opinion. Even if you are like are still in season one, like it's amazing. I just think it's Yeah reunions you don't even need because i'll like sleep through i'm binging real housewives of beverly hills right now and i'll sleep through like five episodes and mm-hmm. then i'll still watch the reunion and then they just tell me everything so Is it's that fine andy cohen also who does those yeah. reunions? Hmm. he's so young though where i where i'm watching oh. it's so funny he needs to do the love is blind reunions have we talked about that already probably i don't know if we got into detail about how horrible nick and vanessa lachey are but yeah I it's like just such a really, really don't like them at all. They like really think that they're asking like the questions that need to we be need asked. To hear. Yeah. They're like, we know you guys are talking on the internet and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, guys, like, I don't know. They just don't get it. They don't get it. No, they don't. And I hope they watch you back and they're like, ooh. Well, I don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about this, but people were saying Vanessa was like drunk because she was giving a little drunk. Yeah, I hated every second of it. It's like... Ugh. That reunion, I looked forward to it so much, and it was awful. Well, yeah, they were fucking an hour and 45 minutes late on TV, too. Yeah, and then it was awful. So it's like... Yeah, it wasn't even worth it. And I, I understand that, too, because if they, you have people waiting there, sitting for hours, like, they're not going to give as much as... They probably came in there, like, they all looked great, like, fired up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, you have to make them wait two hours. I don't know. It's just not going to be good. Yeah. And the questions were terrible. And then she started badgering them about, like, when they're going to have babies. I think that's the Dying weirdest. to be a love is blind grandma. Weirdest like, fucking behavior. Way? Yeah. Um, I've decided I don't think I'm having kids. Really? Yeah. We talk about this a lot. I know. I just, like, it just seems really wrong to bring them up in this world right now. Unless things, like, magically turn around. I don't and see a better. world where you don't have kids, to be honest. I know. I like, just, there's a world in where I don't. And, and we know this. <laughs> I know. I just feel... I feel like you're just, like, built to be a mom. Maybe, but I feel guilty. Yeah, of course. I feel so guilty. I've been playing playing around with this website. Um, It's... I can't remember what it's called, but it, it basically, like, it tells you, like... If an asteroid were to hit in certain places, like what would happen? Why are you doing that? Get off of that. Because I'm just curious and, like... It's such a... It's a reality we live in. Maybe not an asteroid, but like a fucking nuke. Sorry, not to be like all doom and gloom right now, but. It is very doom and gloom. And it's a Friday. So I know. You need to undoom, undoom. It's a Friday. I think summer's finally here. I think we finally made it. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. What about if I'm on the West Coast and survive and you guys don't? That would be brutal. Yeah, I'm obviously gonna. <laughs> I don't need to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but there will be no reason to live anymore <laughs> right 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 yeah no i want to be in ground zero so this fucking gnat needs to go away what does I, that mean ground zero like i want to be i don't want to deal with any after effects like i don't want like a bomb to hit in like fucking kansas and be too far away to affect me and i get just like maybe like radiation or something yeah yeah yeah. like or to hit dc and like you might as well be a part of like my the, house catches the on big fire. event you know yeah. what i mean well i've said this with like <laughs> You'll have FOMO. <laughs> right. I said this with like zombie apocalypses too. Like I don't even want to see the news. I don't want to be stressed out. I want to be walking down the street before anything happens. And like the first zombie like 
rips me to pieces before I even know what's going on. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or I want to be like the first zombie. (laughs) You want to be the first zombie? Oh my God. I'd be all over the news. People would know my name everywhere. Yeah. That'd be sick. So crazy. But yeah, no, I just like, I just want to be gone before there's too much panic and too much worry. And you don't want your kids to be here. Yeah, and yeah, going back to that, I just think our kids are going to have to deal you with a lot fuck more. Fuck our kids. Let's be selfish <laughs> and have them. They can deal with it. I do want a baby, but like... I know. Just temporarily. It's really hard. We were talking about yesterday how, like, I... Sorry, but I only want a girl, transparently. Like, I know how you're supposed to be like... And I'm sure when I'm pregnant, I'll be like, I don't care. But like, yeah. I really only want a girl. Yeah, like, and you and know, like, if you pop out a boy, you're going to just be like, fine. Of course, but like it's going to be okay. But, but anyway, the the flip side of that is like if I have a girl, then I'm bringing a, a girl into a world that's trying to like strip the rights of, of women, women. Mm-hmm. or at least a country that's trying to strip the rights of women. So it's like, oh, maybe we, I should have a boy. We could, <laughs> right? It'd be just fucking fine. Yeah. Um, We could move countries. That's true. A lot of people who like, I've seen that on TikTok a lot too. Just people who, if their like spouse has citizenship somewhere else, they're all just going there. Yeah. Don't blame them. Yeah. So maybe I will marry a foreign guy or something to get out. Um, yeah, I'll come with you wherever. Don't care. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, looks like we found some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to, I'm feeling bad. I was being so negative. Summer's here. No reason to be sad. It's all fine. Yeah. We get to go see Taylor. It's I all mean, fine. negativity is important. It it's important you, to be negative. It keeps you grounded, honestly, yeah. and realistic. I mean, sometimes. I like, it's one of my least favorite things about myself, but also one of my favorite things about myself, how negative I am. Yeah, because you can see it doesn't make you like naive, you know? Yeah. I think something that I've struggled with a lot, and I'm not saying it's like anxiety or anything, but I when I picture like, like if I have an event that I'm going to, like I picture it going like flawlessly or like perfectly, or I get these like crazy expectations and then that doesn't happen. And I get really, really like in my head about it. So I think with your negativity, no, it honestly, it does protect me from a lot because I'm like, Oh, if I was really (laughs) positive about like something going really great or like something great happening to me and then it doesn't happen then that's really then disappointing. Right. Which could be like a toxic mindset if you think about it in that way. But also it's not, I'm not only doing it to protect myself. It's just genuinely how I Who am. you are. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it just happens to protect me from disappointment. Oh, well, why don't we try like a little like no negativity may. No negativity may. Eh. No, it doesn't, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. It just doesn't sound fun. Okay. Because then it's like, how are we going to talk? How are we going to even have the podcast? Right. How are we going to talk shit? Yeah. So true. Okay. Well, let's move on to advice before we send people into a spiral. If we haven't already. Before people exit out of Spotify or Apple. Or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Uh, All right. Hey, Kat and Emily. Love the pod so much. Sorry, Emily. But I'm, oh, I didn't even see this. Sorry, Emily, but I'm looking for advice from Kat. 
I work in a, in marketing for a small <laughs> business. We make parts for van build outs, like the people who live in their vans, turn their vans into their homes. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of influencer marketing and I'm pretty much in charge of the whole process. Getting into influencer marketing has been huge for us because the van world is so connected and has a big following on TikTok and Instagram. People follow van lifers to see how they build their van and what they like and don't like. Not sure if it's just my industry, but some of my influencers are so hard to work with. We do not set time limits because a lot of people are building out the van. So they do not have a set timeline of when it will be done. I reach out to them once their order has shipped and try to follow up with them to make sure they're posting on social media about it as they promised. We are a small business and influencer marketing is pretty new to us. I have no previous experience with it and neither does anyone I work with. I pretty much am figuring out it out as I go right now. One of my influencers is on a social media cleanse. Not sure how to go about that. I get it. It can be draining, but we have held up our end of the deal and I'm waiting on their end. Their cleanse is going on three weeks. I don't know. Maybe I'm being insensitive, but be for real. I would love to go on a cleanse from my job, but unfortunately that's not how life works. Maybe I'm an asshole, but when a company gives you free shit from an for an agreed upon Instagram story, you do it. Also the free items we are giving away are worth thousands of dollars. It's not like I sent them a lip gloss and I'm waiting on for them to post my $5 item. (laughs) They're getting thousands of dollars worth of products. Um, from the perspective of an influencer, what should I do? I hope this doesn't come across rude. I don't mean it like that at all. I'm just a little taken aback. If you don't read this on the pod, I would still love some, would still love some advice with peace and love. Um, Well, I did something really similar when I worked for a small business and I did influencer marketing for them and like nobody knew anything and I was figuring it out as I went as well. So that's the only reason I was like, I feel, and obviously I'm an influencer, but I feel like I could respond to this, Mm -hmm. but you have every right to like rip them. (laughs) Yeah, I know you're not supposed to, but like that, you can't just, that's not how, like, that's not how life works. Like if you had, like, say if you had a client that was like, I'm just taking a break. Yeah. Like, that's not how life works. So influencers shouldn't have the same that like they shouldn't be allowed to cleanse and then not hold up their end of a like a business transaction. Yeah. I was going to say exactly what she had already included that like this is like expensive shit. Yeah. The only like actual technical advice is that even if it's a gifting partnership, because it's so expensive, you should still do a contract for every agreement that you do just like a very straightforward contract so that they can get the stuff and they're obligated to post and I do think that you should give a timeline even if they're like oh I don't know because it's like if things come up and they give you like they say oh a part wasn't working on my van I need a little bit more time then Mm -hmm. that's fine but you can set the timeline and then adjust accordingly like if things go wrong because sometimes you have like especially I mean, our best friend Elena works for an agency and does influencer marketing. She deals with us a lot, but it's like, I mean, you have to give a set date or else people won't do it. Yeah. And I also think... Can you say that from your own experience? Like, would you say? I have never submitted something late, like straight up, because I'm just like, people are paying me too much money for me to like not do do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. I don't think anyone should feel entitled to like I mean there's been times where like the turnaround's really quick and I'll get a product and I'll have one day and I'm like hey can I please have the weekend You'll or a couple of days but yeah I'm always gonna say an extension yeah. yeah yeah and that's the thing if they communicate that they need an extension because of whatever then you can decide based on that but I feel like having a timeline is really important um yeah sounds like this influencers cleanse has no end date <laughs> 
that she's yeah. talking about. Influencers are so fucking annoying. The, like budget for influencer marketing is like unfathomable to be unfathomable to me with like some companies. Like I feel like it's the biggest chunk of their marketing now. It's crazy. It's so wild. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're getting more eyes on that than like commercials. I mean, and it stuff. definitely works. Yeah. No so doubt they have about to that. boost it there and yeah. stuff. But it is crazy. And that's why I feel like you don't, I mean, I know that this is, she's talking about a gifted partnership, but even so it's like nobody's entitled to get stuff for free mm-hmm. either. So I don't know. Even with that, like I, I know I haven't posted PR and stuff as much, but I always say like before I even agree to get anything gifted, like my team will respond and say, as long as there's no posting Post requirements, requirement, yeah. she's okay with it, whatever. But I don't know. Influencers are out of fucking control. Yeah. I feel like she, you should not have any issue with like needing to be a bitch I was trying to find another word but <laughs> yeah I mean there's obviously still to a certain be extent professional about it it's yeah. just like any job though it's like when someone when something's due and you need it like you have to be stern about you have it no choice yeah that sounds like a pretty cool fucking job though that's so cool yeah I would love to like I don't know I want to be one I want to be a van person so bad yeah you've you've always been on that wave which I I no, it's not surprising for no, you. No, 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 no. I was about to like backtrack and it's like, I want to be that person. Oh, so you bad. would like to be. Yeah. I know. And I've like thought in the past that I could be a, a van lifer. Is that what mm-hmm. she said? Yeah. Um, but then I realized I can't like, I am so materialistic. Well that, yeah. And like the space and, and I, yeah, I don't like tight spaces. Like who am I fucking kidding? <laughs> in like, theory. At, it at sounds one point, wonderful. Like, at one point we were seriously considering doing that, mm-hmm. like looking at vans and I, and then I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't have a closet or like a bath. So I can't No, literally what do they do with their clothes? I think they own like less than like five of everything. It's yeah. so crazy. And Where I'm, do they do their laundry? Oh my God. Laundromats, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. And I've had to, I'm going through that right now cause I'm pretty much getting rid of everything I own. And it's a really weird experience because I love my things so much and yeah. I'm not afraid to say that. Well, if there's any things you're, Willing to give. You know I've already been. Everything I offer up. I offer you a glass bowl. You say no. Okay. Well, that was my glass bowl originally. (laughs) So. uh, Well, I didn't know it was yours. I thought it was mine. I have the same one. But now I have two. Right. You lying sack of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they come in handy a lot. Um, I met, um, I think not last summer, but the summer before I met a guy. Maybe it was last summer. I met a guy who had a van and he, um. I met him in Ocean City mm-hmm. and he like had his van, lives in his van. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, that's so great. You get to just like be at the beach all summer. And I was like, what do you, what do you do in the winter? Like, where do you go in the winter? Thinking he probably, you know, drives down the coast, maybe goes mm-hmm. down South. And he was like, what do you mean? And uh, I was like, what, where do you go? And he goes, what do you mean? Where do I go? I'm staying in my van. I'm like here in Ocean City. And he was like, yeah, of course. So there's oh. those people. And you do have to respect the simplicity of that, <laughs> but I just like, oh, I feel like yeah. if you're in, if you're going to van it out, you might as well travel. I guess it is still really expensive to travel in a big van like that. I know, but oh yeah, I don't know. But it's like, why? So interesting. You could I just get a, expecting it. You could get a place. You could literally just like drive down to like South Carolina in the winter and it probably wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Cause Ocean City's miserable in the Depressing. winter. Oh, I'm like not mentally prepared to go to Ocean City in two weeks for Memorial Day. I was just thinking it's about like that. sounding 
more and more taxing the closer it gets. I am glad I have like a solid excuse not to go because I also don't feel ready. Yeah. But I also would, I would go if I was home. Yeah. I'm curious um, for our locals, like what everyone's feeling, would love some Facebook group discussion because Memorial Day in Ocean City, you know, secrets is the big thing to do on Saturday and you're supposed to wake up at like 5 a.m. and get in line by like 7. You wait until they open up at 9. Yeah, but I really feel like COVID... Mm-hmm. killed it because the last two years that we've gone well the one year it was fucking pouring that was when you were there yeah it was miserable it was awful. awful we showed up in like sweatpants and bathing suits and everyone else ended up coming later in like jeans and tops which yeah didn't really phase us at that point but no. and then last year we showed up ass fucking early and we were the only people there for a really long time so i'm like genuinely confused don't know what time to show up this year it seems like just get there a little bit later. Yeah. Like not much later, but a little bit later. I would die to not show up until like 9 p.m. Because I hate day drinking. <laughs> no, but. but there it's fun. If the weather's nice, it'll be so fun. I've never, I've honestly never been there when the weather's like really nice. Yeah. Like last when I've been there, it's like a little chilly. Yeah. Last year was great. If you were like, were able to be in the sun. We even Where went the out. the fuck was I last year? I think you were in Europe. Oh, that's fair. As always, you always travel at this time of year. I didn't book the trips. I know. I yeah, just I go. Know. I, know, I know. My mom booked this years ago. I had no idea it was Memorial Day. That's fine. Whatever. That's fine. Um, yeah. Nowhere, nowhere near ready for like Ocean City summer, but. But it's here. here. She's here. Yeah. All right. I also have an advice and it's kind of long and it's kind of similar to what we've talked about before, but you might as well, might as well beat a dead horse. Always. All right. Hi guys. Been a fan of cat on TikTok for a while, for a while and recently discovered the pod. Obviously love to hear two pretty best friends chat and spill the tea, looking for advice on a friendship slash roommate situation. Basically I'm rooming with one of my oldest friends from high school. We've been so close even throughout college and had one of these, those friendships that you could just easily fall back into after a few weeks of not seeing each other. We decided to live together last November with one with another one of my friends, and I was so excited because I thought it would be incredible to live with my BFF in the city together. You may be on the edge of your seat to know that it hasn't worked out well. <laughs> it has been a battle with her from the start and has really taken a toll on our friendship. She made the process of looking and signing off in an apartment so difficult for some reason, which really surprised and irritated me. Issues from which room we would get, arguing that she deserved the biggest room, to not being a part of roommate conversations to help us nail down the apartment. I thought it would just be an annoyance and things would be fine once we moved in. At first they were, but things quickly went downhill. At the time, she was really going through it. She was going through a messy breakup with her ex-girlfriend and really hated her job and having a crisis about her career and identity. All of these things are totally understandable and I tried my hardest to be supportive and be there for her. Slowly, she started to become more and more selfish and think only... Of her own well-being, again, could be understandable since she's going through so much, but she had multiple conversations with me about being sensitive towards her feelings, eventually making me feel like I was doing acrobats, trying to appease her and not hurt her feelings by just saying how I feel about things, especially when she started to do things that upset me. So I have to be sensitive towards your feelings, but you don't do the same for me, but can't, but I can't say that because then I'll hurt her feelings. Yeah. While she's been going through this process, she's become a terrible roommate. She doesn't do any of the chores, which she successfully... Oh my God, guys, I literally can't read today. She doesn't do any of the chores, which she specifically asked us to make a chore board for her so she would be <laughs> accountable for them. She locked herself in her room most of the time and didn't interact with me or our other roommate and in general just wasn't present physically or emotionally. This took a big toll in our relationship and made me feel like it was non-existent even though we live in the same house. 
Most recently, she's taken a job somewhere two hours away, and her new job puts her up in a hotel during the week, meaning she comes home only on the weekends. So she is paying for a place that she isn't even staying at most of the time. Me being petty, remembering that she argued to have the biggest bedroom just for her to not be here to use it. She also doesn't communicate or text or or anything unless she needs something for the apartment. She most recently asked myself and our roommate if we could pay for her part of the utility bill since she's not gone most of the time, to which we said no. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's no. this kind of inconsiderate behavior that has been going on since before we even moved in. It's been really exhausting trying to make excuses for her and be understanding when she doesn't show the same respect or concern for me. That being said, I definitely don't think I want to live with her another year, but I don't know where we stand as friends. Now it's awkward because I rarely see her. And when I do, I can't even converse with her the same way as we could less than a year ago. I feel as though I've continued to be there for her while she's going through all this turmoil, but she hasn't been there for me at all. And our relationship has really suffered and she doesn't seem to notice or care. Anyways, I guess this is asking for advice on how to deal with friend breakups. This one has been particularly difficult because we've been friends for so long and I never thought she would change so much and act this way. Maybe this is her true colors coming out or maybe this is how friendships sometimes evolve. Either way, I don't know how to deal with it and if it's even worth a conversation when I have a feeling she doesn't seem to notice or care that there's a rift between us. Thanks for listening and love the pod and you guys. That was a fucking struggle for me. I'm right. so sorry. It's fine. You oh got your God. point across. I mean, tongue twisted today. Um, that's a lot. a lot. I I mean, I had I've talked about it before, but I had a really si- similar situation like that in college, where like it. I mean, everything I she was mad at me for everything I did, but it was just because she was in a bad place with her life. Yeah, and there really wasn't anything I could do. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really hard because when you have a friend who, and they make it really clear that they need you to be there for them emotionally like which of course and Mm -hmm. I am yeah I feel like I can pride myself on like being a good friend in that way but when they're being awful it's very hard to like want to want to be literally kiss their ass and like make them feel good about their life when they're being not only a bad friend but also a bad roommate so it's a really hard thing to navigate and it's always a bummer when like living together ruins something that maybe wouldn't would be have been without. ruined yeah yeah i think in this situation i could see it potentially like if they were to move out their friendship would start to come back i agree i think because it seems like most of the problems are just rooted in that living situations yeah yeah and and it does suck because she obviously is going through a lot and is 100 percent taking it out but mm-hmm. that's also like on the positive side is temporary like once she gets her shit figured out like likes her career gets yeah. herself figured out then I think there's a chance for your friendship to come back so maybe it doesn't have to be a friendship breakup yeah it could just be a matter yeah it could really be just a matter of time like you moving out and you guys taking some time and space and then being completely fine because yeah. I mean you realize that you can't live with certain people like you're just you function differently like and and some people I have a lot of trouble with people who have no ability to, to compromise at all mm-hmm Like, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like living with anyone, doesn't matter who you are living. If you have roommates, you have to have like a certain amount and it doesn't have to be a lot, like have your boundaries, of course, but like you have to have some amount of flexibility of like finding a place, like, like like chores, like Mm -hmm. random, like responsibilities. It's like, you have to have some give there. And when a roommate does not at all, there's like really not much you can do. It's really frustrating. Yeah. It's going to be bad either way. Cause it's like you, yeah, not everyone's going to get exactly what they want. Um, Emily had to live in a basement right? Yeah. <laughs> in our house. Yeah. 
And that's why I appreciate your flexibility right. so much. Well, I didn't really sleep there like ever. So I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only our first couple months. That's fucking wild of her to be like, hey, by the way, I'm not going to like, can you guys pay my utilities? Yeah, it's so fucking that's stupid. That's bold as fuck. It's probably like not even... I'm assuming they like live in New York based off of that, but I guess in theory it could be any city. I just, I'm envisioning New York. Oh, interesting. I wasn't at um, all. I feel like you, t- I mean, it's probably like a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. I That's mean, like straight out of my cheeks, but I don't even know what my utility bill looks my like. My utilities are so expensive, low key. I genuinely, what's so nice about living with the boys is I don't have to do, I just get Venmo requests. That is a beautiful thing because you moved like I feel like if you are if you moved in with them originally, you probably would have been the one on top of it. But because you came later, like they already already have their responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kyle does the Wi-Fi. Thomas handles water and electricity. Legend. He does hit me with like fatty Vemos every three months, but it's fine. Yeah. I can't complain. The water stinks up on you. Dude, someone said in the city of Baltimore, you never have to pay your water and like the city will do nothing about it. Yeah, you told me that. And oh, I, I couldn't remember if that was you I told. No, you told me that and I take it as fact, but like I don't know <laughs> where you got it from. Um, The Fed Hill Facebook group is where I got it from. So I don't have to pay my water. Like, no, there's because there's no late fee. See, everyone, this I is why people should live in Baltimore. You don't have to pay your water bill. And yeah, and it's cheap. Yeah. I remember, I, I don't know if I said this on here, but when I posted and because my landlord was like, he saw that I could, I filled my house like right away. And then he was like, could you post another house and I'll pay you basically. So I was just <laughs> like, okay, why not? And I posted, I don't even remember. It was like a three bedroom, three bathroom, two parking. Oh my God. Two decks, like one rooftop deck, one balcony Jesus. for, I think it was like 2,400 or something. And that's a steal. Yeah, of course. And of course everyone from like all different cities is like, yeah. what the actual fuck? Like, right. And yeah, Baltimore, you can get a steal. Baltimore is great. We love it. If at that rent in like New York, you'd be getting like a 300 square foot studio, right? That's, I mean, that's pretty much what I'm going to be paying for. Every one bedroom that I'm looking at is like 700 square feet and they're like $3,000, like 2000. That's crazy. I mean, I don't want to pay that much, but. Well, you're paying for like sunshine and happiness yeah. also not that you're not happy here but you know what I mean no yeah you're not paying for like east coast weather anymore yeah I mean I'm happy to throw, throw right. it in the garbage yeah do whatever I need to do <laughs> like whatever you don't even need that much space I don't but I do kind of need the only issue that I'm coming across and I know I haven't even updated on my move yet but I will but anyway I'm looking for apartments the only issue I've come across is closet space yeah there's like not a whole lot right in any of the ones I'm looking at yeah and that's fine like I didn't kind of like you figure when you are given a certain closet size you figure it out you know what I mean yeah because in college I've had closets that were the sizes sizes of like you know what I mean like in a dorm Mm -hmm. teeny tiny abroad I didn't even have a closet abroad I had a cupboard or whatever oh my god what's it called you know a wardrobe but like a very small like an open door oh yeah I, I love those yeah, but it was teeny tiny. And so it's just like you make do, but I would like, it's like I'm making money. I I'm an adult. It's like, give me a closet. <laughs> I, had a, I had a fucking like <laughs> makeshift plywood I know, closet in I know. Heath, which is so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we moved into our old house, there was this like 
massive like piece of shit thing that someone built it was like spray painted brown but like wasn't finished being painted yeah just straight up plywood like not even like the doors didn't even like yeah close together really and when we first moved in we were like yeah we're gonna need this moved out no i was like so dead set i mean like this has to fucking go yeah and then emily used it as her closet for the the whole whole time (laughs) i like had these big plans i was like i'm gonna get my dad to come down here and like fucking build a closet i'm gonna change this whole place but then i just was never really there i mean it was functional it didn't look served your purpose but Whoever built it wasn't clearly wasn't building it for aesthetic pur- purposes. I wonder if it's still there. That would be a bitch to get out. You'd have to like demolish it in the basement. I mean, we know the people that live there. I'd be willing to bet because they don't use it as a um a room. A room. I'd be willing to bet it's still there. That's probably a good thing because I think it's haunted. <laughs> Emily genuinely thinks our old house is haunted. Like you're not joking at all. No, I'm being dead fucking serious. I also just like love the idea of like I lived in a haunted house. Did you see someone post in the Facebook group that we should do a ghost tour in Alexandria? Yes. I actually love Alexandria, and I think that that would be really fun. All right, well, let's book it. Let's get it on the books. I fucking love ghost tours. I I get so scared in the moment. We literally just talked about this. I'm so scared in the moment. I'm such a chicken, but, like, I just love the stories. I think I've only done one, and I can't remember where it was now, and I feel like it wasn't that good. I want to do, like, a good one. Yeah, well, we have to go to, like one of them we have to go to like a super super haunted place like savannah georgia that's really savannah georgia haunted super haunted did a ghost tour there it's also where the girl scouts of america was born good to know it's haunted and it's the (laughs) girl scouts origin (laughs) place yep i walked through the museum where were the boy scouts born don't know don't give a fuck don't give a flying (laughs) fuck i wonder Um, how long there was boy scouts before there was girl scouts because i'm sure that was a thing right yeah but I think the Girl Scouts are kind of like floundering now and the Boy Scouts are like absorbing them, of course. Mm, which interesting. Sucks. Now it's probably just like the Scouts of America or some shit. But <laughs> I wasn't super passionate about it. So you, really you liked Girl Scouts, I thought. Yeah, I mean, sure. Whatever. I just did whatever my mom told me. Like, she's like, we're going here. I like, begged I, my mom to let me be a Girl Scout. She said no. What? It was like the only thing she's ever said no to me about. Why, really. I thought you were like in my troop and then you just stopped early on. No, I was never allowed to join a troop. Oh my God. She didn't want the responsibility of like selling because it becomes the parents responsibility really. Yeah. Not, not but like at least making you get out there to sell your cookies. Yeah. I was fortunate enough. I just gave my dad my sheet and he took it to the firehouse and I'd win every year. Sold the most cookies. So mm-hmm. I didn't really do anything. And now look at me. I'm in sales. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, there's, there's got to be something. To be fair, I did walk around my neighborhood. Like, I I worked hard for that. But there's I feel like there's a pipeline where, you know, like, top salesman, top saleswoman in your Girl Scout troop to sales in real life. Mm, you were top? Yeah, almost every year. Well, I mean, your dad really did the work. I know. Not everybody has a firefighter dad to I sell know, their cookies for I them. I know. Think about your privilege before you talk. Let me check my privilege real quick. <laughs> Fuck. So true. <laughs> Okay. This has been all over the place. I hope you guys are having so much fun. I'm having fun. Me too. Okay. This is another thing we've talked about countless time and time <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. You still have something to say though all the time. Uh-huh. Um, I know everyone does this, but actually couldn't write this advice without saying impossible to say is my favorite pod. I started to read these parts of them just so you guys can hear how loved we are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm reading it on accident, but 
Um, I I've, do that too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because we used to not read the beginning paragraphs. I know, and then and I'm now just we like, started. I just copy and paste the whole thing. Because I'm like, so. love you guys. Right. Mean it. Anyway, yeah. I've turned so many of my friends on, and I've been listening since episode one. Love you. Thank you. Um, okay. She also said, I'll just keep going. Why not? Yeah. I feel like you guys are the older sisters I never had. And I've I feel always, like I've developed a dumb parasocial relationship with you both. Oh my God. Obsessed. And that's fine. Of and course. it's not dumb. <laughs> that's what they said in parentheses. And that's fine. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you even talk like us. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I know a couple episodes ago, you both talked at length about how you shouldn't sleep with or date your coworkers, but I'm down so bad. Oh no. Basically, I haven't had a real crush since my breakup over a year ago with my ex of three and a half years until now. I work an office job and my work crush has turned into a real crush, which is so fucking embarrassing. And I mean a real crush. I find myself waiting to eat lunch until he does or overstaying my welcome chatting by his desk or walking different routes to get around the office to pass him. It's honestly disgusting. (laughs) We definitely flirt and have the best time talking and laughing and have even started hanging out outside of work pretty much always with our other work friends. But I feel like I just can't make a move. So please give it to me straight. Do I need to get over it until one or both of us switch jobs or is it still worth exploring? I know it could end in burning flames, but also could end in paradise. <laughs> Couldn't help the Taylor reference, of course. Yeah. Anyway, so much peace and love. Thanks, besties. I, I sounds like it's going swimmingly. Go for it. Seriously. Go for it. You should 100% go for it. Sorry. If you're like waiting. So in an office, I fucking hate eating lunch around other people because I don't want them to see what I'm eating. I don't want them. Like, you know what I mean? Does this make sense? Yeah, of course. Like, I just like. You try to avoid. Try to avoid. So like, yeah, she is down bad if she's waiting to eat lunch with him. Well, I can just like even through just reading that, I can tell how much she likes him and it's really cute. And it's like you don't feel that all the time. So I feel like queen. Changing her like office walking patterns. Yeah, it's like I think it's worth. I guess the only concern is like, yeah, if if you get rejected. Yeah. But I do feel like you like you can kind of have a feeling as a woman as anyone mm-hmm. you, you can have a feeling whether it's reciprocated and it sounds like it is being wow this would be a really good gateway into my next story but i don't know if we're ready yet because it's about intuition and i think go ahead i feel ready Maybe. i think she should she should go for it absolutely I mean, and at least you know it could end yeah and i flames. honestly you guys don't know my single self yet and i'll tell you about her later when i feel ready but like i am always making the first move like something about me did you already say this or maybe you said it in a tiktok that like you're at the age where it's so great because you don't have to worry about what the other person thinks of you you just get to worry about how you feel about them yeah or maybe i I saw that on tiktok no i think we talked about about that at the bar too maybe that's what it was and yeah yeah, i mean it's talked about a lot but it's like i'm finally feeling like that it's like because this is the first time i've been single at 24 almost 25 like because before I, i felt so like I mean, I'm still, I'm still getting to know myself, obviously, but now it's like, if someone doesn't, and I, you guys know, I'm not even the most confident person, but I know enough to know that I'm like, cool. Yeah. You're catch. So it's like, if someone doesn't like me, then like, okay. Like why, why would I ever want to hang out? Why did you chase that? Yeah. Yeah. I have a TikTok in the drafts about that, but it'll, you know, when the time is right, I'll, I'll release it. Sneak peek. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Kat and Emily. I'm such a fan of the podcast. I've been following Kat since the COVID days. I want to say thank you for always giving me something to look forward to on Thursdays. A few years ago, we don't always get these intros, and it's so funny because I love how you keep reading ones that hype me up. Thank you. (laughs) No fucking problem. (laughs) 
A few years ago, I was a student teacher where I was placed at a school to be an intern, basically. My entire department consisted of women with the exception of one guy. We'll call him Dylan. At this point in time, I'm a 22-year-old college student, and I thought Dylan would be flirty with me, but it was hard to tell. He would make side comments and smile at me very often. I never knew his age, but later on found out he's 30-ish. It was never specified. He would always find ways to make conversations with me, even though I didn't see him a lot throughout the day and would try to find ways to talk to me. I didn't have any interest, but couldn't tell if he was being nice or more than nice. I was friendly, but never said or did anything to cross a professional line. One time, another coworker even sent me an email hinting that Dylan might prefer going to a meeting I'd be at instead of his original meeting placement. That gave me validation because I could never read between the lines of his intentions. But like I said, I was simply not interested either way, so I never entertained it. My last week of school, we were in a class with students where he said, I hope it's good weather next Saturday. That's my wedding day, to which my jaw dropped, literally dropped. (gasps) I was wearing a mask at the time, which thankfully covered it, but I could not believe the words that just came out of his mouth. Now I was questioning if he was being flirty or if I was looking way into his words and actions. (laughs) Men love to subconsciously make women think they're crazy, I suppose. Come to find out, no one in my entire department knew, not a single soul. He dated his girlfriend for 10 plus years, which we all found out shortly after him dropping the news. No one knew he even had a girlfriend, let alone was getting married. This was over a year ago, but I still think it's so odd how I found it so casually and he probably thought nothing of it. Ew, I don't like, I do not like men for that reason. Yeah, I know. So that was like going off of the first story or not the first story, the second story with her, her intuition. And like, Wait, what do you her mean gu- her intuition? Oh, like you're talking about like, like you were thinking like she's probably got it's probably good for the girl in the other story to go forward. Yeah, because it's probably being reciprocated. This girl, something was telling her not something to. was telling her like she couldn't tell if he was being sincere or not because he obviously like had a fucking fiance at home. Mm. I'm trying to think if I've been in a situation where I couldn't tell if someone was. I'm just laughing thinking about you spilling every detail of your life at work. Me spilling every <laughs> detail of my life on the internet. Like, it's like, I just don't, I don't, yeah, even, I don't even want to be engaged to someone that doesn't tell his coworkers that we're engaged. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah, that they don't know about me. Like I want my fiance to be like telling his, like, and you're a teacher. Like they said they're teachers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they spend a lot of time like together. together. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess less than other jobs now that I think about it, but like, it's a very like community work environment. I feel like that's just a weird thing to, for nobody to know. Yeah. I think it gets to a point. We've talked about this where you're spending more time with your coworkers and I was so excited for my coworkers to like meet Kyle and I was so excited to meet Kyle's coworkers. Yeah. I guess like in his defense though, they don't sit at a desk with their coworkers all day. Like they're they're with their students and just have like lunch with the other teachers. I guess the teacher relationships are different, but also like that's some like emotional shit you're going through day to day. So like like they have a lot of bond. Yeah. They have a lot of like mentor mentorship and I don't know. Like I think about my teacher friends. Dealing with some crazy stuff. Yeah. You have to talk to the other teachers about like what's going on in your classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers are so special. I I feel like it's safe to say. Yeah. Um, It's safe to say I feel like safe around like male teachers. Like, mm. like I feel like they're like good at this point. No, no, no. Not when I was like in high school or anything, but I feel like a lot of them are like good guys. I was going to say, I guess after actually, our now that I'm thinking about it, our high school was so full many of pieces of teachers shit. in literal. Prison. All right. Retract, retract. That actually might be the dumbest thing that's ever come out of my mouth, but I feel like they're like, it sucks because with male teachers, it really goes either way. Like they fully have the best intentions and they are the sweetest guys in the world or they're yeah. like actual predators. That's actually Sorry. true. There's no, in, There's the no in between. They're either like really in tune with their emotions. They're great with kids. Like they're mm-hmm. feminists or they want to fuck their students. 
Right. Oh. I think professors are different. College professors, are, they usually have like a fully different background. Right. And they're legally allowed to fuck their students. So, Well, actually, they're not <laughs> until after they're not their student. Right. That's true, I guess. In my book. Um, OK, spoiler for the book that I posted. <laughs> if you don't if you want to read the book, then I guess the episode's almost over. So maybe you should just turn it off. But um, in the book that I read recently called Maybe in Another Life, the one of the plot lines is that she gets hit by the car. Oh, she gets hit by a car. Oh, right. And one of them, she doesn't. So in one of them, she goes home with a guy that she, like, she stays at the bar and goes home with this guy Mm -hmm. and ends up with him. Mm -hmm. And the other one, she gets hit by a car and ends up marrying her nurse in the hospital, Mm. which is, like, so typical. But anyway, she has to, like, go through that whole process I was thinking about when you were reading of, like, is he just being professional and nice as my nurse? Like, am I being... She was like being really funny about it because she was like, am I like, this is insane. And I'm just going insane in my hospital bed. So I'm Mm -hmm. just assuming that he's in love with me. But he, of course, was in love with her. That sounds like a nice storyline. Yeah. It was really sweet. Well, it's just like, and everyone's responses to my stories that have read it. Just, it's nice to have two happy endings. Right. Oh, both were. Both are happy. Gotcha. Do we want to talk about how we found out that everything we had said about yeah. Okay. Thing. Yeah. I guess I posted in the Facebook group, but if you're not, oh, in I, didn't, it, I missed that. I didn't see. If that. you're not in it, we retract that. This has no movie or TV adaptation at this time. So the movie we mm-hmm. talked about was called Look Both Ways, which is Lily Reinhardt. Oh, thank God. I don't know I if it's a book, correct. um, but it's not the same book. But yeah. it's very similar concepts, and I love shit like that. Love shit like. I just love shit where it's like the universe, it just works out for you <laughs> right. no matter what. I feel like you can make a decision and it can, and it can feel so like detrimental to the rest of your life, mm-hmm. but then it's not because it, something else will work out. Yeah, of course. So that's manifestation. Yeah. It's all going to work out. It's all fine. It's all going to be fine. This episode was really good. <laughs> yeah. I actually really liked it. <laughs> Me too. Genuinely. Oh, all right. Well, uh, we're gonna go to subway now oh well i'm gonna God. get subway i don't think emily is which is i fucked up i think if i walk in i'm gonna have to get something but i don't know let me i'm gonna have to do some planning once so. you smell that scent. i know once i smell that italian urban cheese bread there's mm-hmm. no going back yeah yeah i'm gonna get a fountain soda as well it's gonna be so great oh i'm deaf i'll get one of those okay for cool. sure so. all right well we love you guys thank yeah, you for listening thank you guys for listening um i I want to just thank everyone <laughs> one more thing i've been meaning to say this like people have been sending in some like very wonderful stories but they're like deeply like personal uh-huh. um and i just want to thank everyone for always being so vulnerable and for trusting us oh, with nice you your say. lives and your stories and your relationships and letting us spew bullshit about them yeah i agree so, with that and also even the facebook group i love that it can be used for anything and everything yeah. and everyone's very supportive of each other yeah even if like emily and i aren't super active in it now i feel like like everyone has kind of bonded in it mm-hmm. also, which is fun. Yeah. So if you want to join that, go ahead. Yeah. You guys we don't are gain the best. anything from it, but we it's gain fun. literally nothing. We just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys. You're the best. Thanks for listening. Love you all dearly. Have a great day. Yeah. Weekend. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs>